Hey everybody, it's Holly Melton and I am with the Do Lewis Foundation. This is our podcast, Enrichment Today, and we're really happy to have you join us. We're doing a special podcast broadcast because we have Dr. Amy Blancet joining us today. It's been a while since she and I were sitting down talking together. We've done it together together for a while. Yeah. We need to fix that. Yes, we need to do that more often. That's, yeah, it's been a little while. So we have a really wonderful topic that we want to tell everybody about, and it is an event that's coming up. And my first question to you is, what are you doing May 5th? I know, it's Cinco de Mayo. Super excited. <laughs> uh, unintentionally, we plan yeah. to do an event that just coincides with uh, one of Drew's favorite drinks. Mm-hmm. So... May 5th uh, for Cinco de Mayo, we are going to be doing a 10-year celebration. Uh, we talked about how to, how to even talk about this, to think that we've been 10 years. So 10 years ago, Drew and I bought the Fairbanks in February. Unfortunately, shortly after that, 10 years ago, we lost Drew in May. And so as we started looking at uh, what 10 years means to the Fairbanks and the Blue House Project, Um, We also realized it was 10 years to do an honor and what we're going to call a tribute uh, to Drew and what we've been able to accomplish based on Drew and his dream of real estate and just the support um, that he had and the idea behind what the Fairbanks could become. So. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo, you you came up with a great name. What are we calling it? It's Blue House Project. Porch Party. So Blue House Project Porch Party. It's a mouthful. It is. We're just going to call it the Porch Party. (laughs) B-H-Triple-P. So basically, we want to showcase the Blue House homes that are in the Blue House Project because they, Drew was the inspiration to start the the whole home renovation here in um, the Grant Beach area. And so far, there have been 17 properties acquired. Yes. And how many renovated? It's a great question, putting me on the spot. I should know those, but I love that I don't because before it used to be five houses, two sold, seven houses, three sold, and two in renovation. Um, And now it's awesome that we're at a point where it's like, well, I'm more about how many more are we going to acquire? But right now um, we do have three, four actually that are under major construction. Um, We have one that we hope to be nearing uh, getting a family into it within another month or two. And then my favorite renovation that we've been doing, the 1880s, uh, that probably won't be till fall because it was seriously nothing left in the house except for the original brick structure. So we have a lot going on and we're really excited to be able to share that with the community. Holly, I think we need to go back and talk about, um, I assume that people know who my beloved Drew Lewis was um, and his relationship to real estate. So we probably need to cover a bit of that. Um, and then maybe a bit about what is the Blue House Project and why should individuals come and see what's happening. So where do you want to start? Um, I want you to tell me more about Drew because everybody knows the Drew Lewis Foundation, but we don't know the man behind the name. So tell us. All right. So Drew, as I said, was um, my husband and he was in real estate. So even before that, he is... From Springfield, he was um, friends of friends of everyone. Mm -hmm. And so with the Drew Lewis Foundation, we talk about social capital and the importance of community. And the one thing, the one gift that Drew left me was his deep, 
deep love for Springfield and those deep, deep rooted connections in Springfield. Uh, recently, one of the houses that we were looking at purchasing down the street on Broadway has been owned by the same family for 25 years and they knew who Drew was. Um, the property on North Broadway that we're buying, that individual had a title company and he remembers Drew because Drew walked in and he said, um, can I borrow your photocopy machine? And the man was like, photocopy? Who says photocopy anymore? A really random reason to, to remember Drew. Um, but that was it. Drew la you know, left that lasting impression on people, whether it was a funny way to say something or maybe a term we no longer use. But he really just knew how to create community. Um, and so the idea behind the real estate, so I had bought a house in Grant Beach when we had just met. And he thought I was insane. He was worried about my safety, um, but he did love the historic component of it. And so as I continued to drag him to the north side, because I came to Springfield and lived on the north side since I went to Drury, um, it just really kind of began to look at this idea of what redevelopment could be. Um, I will say he, he still thought I was crazy, um, but when we made the offer on the Fairbanks, he had been diagnosed with cancer. We had been watching this property deteriorate for almost a decade after it had been purchased by some investors. Um, and I, I really just started to dream about what it could be. And God bless him. He um, believed in it as well, even though it was probably the worst real estate investment he had ever made. Uh, he, he really believed in the idea that it was possible and what it could do for community and that people would rally around it. And, and he was it, I mean, he was so right about that. So after he passed, the only reason that this building and this project and this community hub is successful is that his friends, our friends, our community showed up and they showed up big and they really helped me carry on this dream. So that's kind of the you know, who Drew is in relationship to this building, in relation to it, the relationship to real estate, and then also kind of how then the Blue House project was so important to me. Um, I love housing. I bought the house up the street to renovate. And then meeting Drew and his passion with real estate, I was just like, oh, do you know what we could do? Um, and so unfortunately, I had to do a lot of it um, on my own. But it really was having that support and vision from the beginning that, that made all this possible. Yeah, I love that. I was talking to someone the other day who had gotten the invitation or the save the date that I've emailed out to several people, uh, hopefully you're one of them. Um, and she said, my son, Michael, was friends with Drew. They used to play tennis together. And I actually went to high school with her son. So I'm always like, I wonder if I'd ever met yeah. Drew, although he was a few years younger, just a little <laughs> bit than I was. But it's cool. I constantly run into people who, oh, I knew Drew. And it's it's a neat thing. That's one cool thing about Springfield. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, what she said about the Blue House Project and Grant Beach, it's when you drive this way, you come down Broadway, you go north on Broadway, and you can see the changes, not only in the houses and the properties that you've bought, but it's starting to translate to others in the neighborhood, and they're starting to want to change their homes and make them a, a good, livable home that's affordable. And uh, what I love about the Blue House Project is it's not about um, gentrification. We don't go in and, and jazz it all up and try to bring in a higher socioeconomic 
standard of living, we want the people that live here to have a beautiful home. And a lot of those homes, we try to um, prepare our members that go through our educational process to purchase. So it's a very cool hand-in-hand program that Amy has established and um, the homes you have to see. So the homes that we will have open, there's three of them. Do you want to give the addresses? Sure. Okay. So we have two of them that are located right next to the Fairbanks. Um, they are adjacent to our garden on Webster, and that is uh, 910 Webster and 906 Webster. 910 Webster, uh, they were setting cabinets this week. So by the time we get to May, um, unless I tell the guys to, to pause <laughs> as they are, which they're not going to like, um, it will probably be that we're finishing floors and we're in those last stages of uh, the final build. Mm-hmm. So that'll be exciting to just one month away be able to show individuals um, what a finished product will look like but still vacant. Mm-hmm. And then the house next to it is actually purchased by one of our board members. He uh, moved to Springfield and wanted to have a small home. He had been living in an apartment. And he kept just talking to me about the idea that if a small house came available in the neighborhood that didn't fit a family, that he was really interested in also investing in this neighborhood and really committing to the mission of the Drew Lewis Foundation. So we were really excited to have him, um, you know, join this idea of community and and what it means to to live here and live the mission, literally. So his house is actually going to be kind of a, a true open house. It's fully furnished. He's been living there. Um, since July, August of last year. So we're really excited for Ramon to be able to to show off what he's done and and to showcase that. And then the third property will be a little bit of a walk, but that's the 1880s house that we're super excited to show off. That is at 1018 West Lynn. That house, um, we should have windows hopefully by then. Um, They may not all be installed. But that house is just gorgeous. We were not able to save any of the flooring, so unfortunately we will have to put in um, new floors, but we are going to have most of the brick exposed in each of the rooms. And so that house will already have in the HVAC, the wiring. We probably won't have drywall up, so they'll really be able to see us um, truly refitting houses to where when we sell them back to one of our RISE members or a family who wants to move into this neighborhood, they can see the quality that goes into it. We have amazing contractors that know our mission. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing the the difference in hiring individuals to do a job when it's this mission-based, when they know that they're they're not doing it for just anyone. They literally are doing it for something that's about changing community. Just the additional pride and the extra steps that individuals are willing to do when they know that that value is behind it. It's amazing to work with a team in that manner. Yeah, I when I first heard about Blue House, I it was what drew me to the foundation. And then I learned about all the other cool stuff and that sealed the deal. One of the things I want to make sure everybody understands is we kind of hit and miss on what the Blue House project is. but. To define it really quickly, um, Blue House Project is in the Grant Beach neighborhood. Um, the Grant Beach neighborhood used to be this beautiful little family community. Yeah, it was historic. It was the place to live. Yeah. It was Broadway yeah. once upon yeah. a time. Yeah. yeah, it was. And some of those, well, a lot of the homes have fallen into disrepair because of... The mall was built and the hospital was built right. south of town and people began to migrate. I mean, honestly, infrastructure yeah. started moving. It's people started crawl. moving. 
And this became more of a rental um, area versus yeah. the, the place to be. And so, you know, we're doing doing a little bit to return that, to, to say, you know, especially right now with the shortage in housing, mm-hmm. really looking at what's available. Um, and But more importantly, not even the shortage, but our focus is creating home ownership. Mm-hmm. So in Springfield, as it, there's a low percentage of home ownership. When we look at what makes a viable city, we're teetering lower and lower. Um, which means we have higher turnover. We have individuals that are less likely to stay because they can't find homes that are affordable because they've been bought up by landlords. So the other thing then in this neighborhood is it's just under 40% home ownership, which begins to create, again, that mobility and a bit more crisis when it comes to creating just a stable neighborhood. So our big thing is being able to save some of those historic homes fully renovate them so that they are a viable quality home and then being able to create home ownership in low to moderate families that otherwise don't know the path to do it or too afraid to do it because it's a big commitment Mm -hmm. Um, and just making sure that they develop banking relationships. Um, There's also the component of once you buy the house, we have a five-year agreement that we're going to gift you um, additional asset in the house but you've got to commit to stay in the neighborhood and be a part of the story with us. Mm-hmm. Right. So we give them equity. And if they sell that house within five years, we at Drew Lewis get the first right of refusal to buy that home back. Now, that's if we sell it to our um, RISE members. If there's a family that qualifies, um, we usually will try to sell the home more close to market value. But we keep the low to moderate income family first and foremost in our thought because we want to provide a home. And that's the coolest part about the program is it offers an opportunity to start families with familial wealth. And that happens with real estate. Oh, and the other the other thing I want to point out is that we have really good relationships with local banks that offer interest rates that are really helpful to our families who are in the low to moderate income um, income range. So there's a lot of really remarkable things that the Blue House Project does. It's not just buying up homes, renovating them, and selling them. Um, they, It's very environment, envi- environmentally conscientious as well. They do lead abatement, uh, mold, and asbestos, and sometimes even drug residue abatement. So there's very, very and, you know, the, the work they do is very intentional and it's a pretty remarkable program. So to celebrate it and to have a tribute to Drew as well, we planned this Blue House Porch Party with a tribute to Drew following. Um, the Blue House Porch Party starts at five o'clock. Uh, we're going to have the three homes that Amy mentioned open for people to tour. Inside the homes, we'll have pictures and images of what the homes look like in various stages of construction so that you can see the whole process from beginning to current. Near end. Yeah, near end. end. Um, And it'll be, it's just remarkable what things, the before and afters, it's really incredible. So it's Friday after work. So we did it at five o'clock. Don't go home. Cause if you're anything yeah. like me, you're going to go home. You're going to take your shoes off. You're going to get put on the like leggings and just be like, <laughs> ah, it's Friday and I'm going to have my own cocktail at home. Don't do that. Five <laughs> o'clock after work. If you get off at work at four 30 and want us open early, yeah. come by the Fairbanks, you know, grab some coffee first, but five o'clock right after work, come by, come see the houses. 
And then we'll, we're inviting everyone back to the Fairbanks um, afterwards so that we can celebrate Drew. And that's where in the beginning I alluded to Drew's favorite drink. Um, and he loved rum and Coke. And I then loved the rum and Coke with wine, which because he loved me, he also then, it became his favorite drink, the Cuba Libre. So uh, we're gonna have some of those where we've worked with um, everything from uh, his old friends at Metro, his friend Jay Miller for smoking meats, um, and um, our continuous partnership with Springfield Brewing Company to have wonderful libra- libations. We will also have non-alcoholic. Bring it's a, a family friendly, so bring your kids. We'll have some root beer from Bruco as well, and kombucha from Spring Branch Kombucha. Yes. Um, and so we just want everyone to come in. We'll have the Fairbanks open as well, so you can see what the community hub has become. Um, you can walk through the gardens, don't step on any of their plants. Um, and we just want to kind of share what has the last 10 years brought to the community. Now, as we mentioned, there are 17 properties. We have three that we're going to have open, uh, but we will have a list of all the other address, uh, addresses of the houses so you can kind of drive around the neighborhood. And you're going to see that there's still many properties that need to be renovated. And so we also are doing this, obviously, we're a nonprofit as a fundraiser. So um, all the funds that we get from this, right now the coffee shop in the Fairbanks is doing, if you come in and buy one of their drinks, um, some specialty items, they have a dollars going to the Blue House Project, but we're also doing a 10 and 10. So one of the things in the Blue House Project that I had er uh, learned early on was based on another community that had looked at kind of the same idea and they were focusing on, can you change 10 houses within a 10 block radius because that influences the broken window policy, the house next to them on each side, the houses across the street. So those 10 actually end up influencing maybe 40 or 50 homes in that neighborhood. And that's that tipping point to where now you're more likely to maybe improve the front of your yard, a little bit more curb appeal. If you're a landlord, people are gonna start getting engaged and they're gonna start reporting if you're not maintaining your property well. And so it's, it's, that's kind of where this came, this 10 and 10. So we're gonna use that because it's also our 10 year anniversary to where donate in tens. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, 10 cents, honestly, we'll take it. That's fine. <laughs> find it, find a uh, nickel on the ground. Uh, well, if I could do math, two nickels <laughs> or one dime, right? Is it Friday yet? <laughs> um, bring in that dime. Also though, $10, $110, $1,010, or I will say we've had amazing um, support from our community where we have had a family donate $100,000 to the program. And the reason that that donation is different and any donation is different to the Blue House Project is it's perpetual. So we're able to renovate a home, we sell the home, and that money then just goes to the next So every donation into this project just continues to allow us, instead of doing one home, can we do two? Instead of doing two, uh, we now are partnering with public, private, state, any funds we can take to put into housing to really exemplify what this model can look like. Um, So back to the idea of 10, Mm -hmm. we will take your $10 and that $10 just, you know, every year will be into the next house, the next house, the next house. So 10 and 10, the blue house project porch party it's the triple b um and then yeah this amazing 10-year tribute to drew now holly i've been staring at this frame that you brought in that was in um the picture that's going to it 
and you uh, said something. There was a quote you wanted to read. There is a quote. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I shouldn't laugh at you. I went to my eye doctor and he told me uh, I needed them and I laughed at him and said maybe an ex a word I shouldn't have. And uh, he laughed and said, you know, that's funny. I, a lot of people say that to me the first time I tell them that they need bifocals. So well, these are my laugh. $10. $10 reader, $10. Yes, $10. See, it's 10 for 10. But I, the number that I want to have everybody stick in their head though is 10,000, 10,000. That's our goal for this event. Yes, at least 110,000. All right, so this is an incredible quote. Amy gave me some um, things that we're going to use during the tribute for Drew, and this is one of them that's been framed, and it's a definition of opportunity. It says, opportunity. I, we, have opportunities given to us all the time. We sometimes don't even see them when they are right in front of us. Personally, I have an opportunity to have a better relationship with my kids, family, and friends. I've been blown away by all the friends and their comments and actions of love. It's really cool and eye-opening. I would challenge all out there to realize an opportunity to do something nice for someone close to you. After all, they are sometimes the ones we take for granted the most. And this is from Drew. So when Drew was going through um, his cancer treatment, we had uh, an amazing support system through social media as well. We spent um, over a month in Cleveland and being connected through Facebook and social media was so important to him to be able to spend that time reading comments, communicating with people, even when sometimes he was not feeling well or bedridden. And it also then turned into him writing a novel basically on Facebook. So I actually took his journaling and my journaling of the experience together and put together a, an ebook um, that's called Dating Cancer. And so it's all of those little quotes and segments and the, the challenges he sent out to the community uh, were amazing and they were powerful. And after he passed, um, a friend went through and actually some of the things that were most powerful to her during that time, she printed out and gave to the kids and I as a gift of, you know, how his experience was powerful beyond just um, like the what was going on in our family, but also his words gave urgency to others in order to live life fully. Um, we have some friends who launched a business. They launched a yoga business that they've been talking about this dream forever and they never would do it. Um, and so through Drew and his words of saying, live life now, like if that's the only one thing that he learned through cancer was he was always up, up you know, he's an opportunist, um, and he lived life fully and it made him really show how he was lucky to be able to do that and, and how he really called on others to do the same. So yeah, take those words of opportunity, um, come see what we're doing here in his honor. And we look forward to hosting you to show um, you know, we lost through 10 years ago, but it's amazing that his, his name, his vision, um, and the spirit that he had continues to, to live on, to change this community. And what's amazing now is what we're doing here is being noticed by other communities. Uh, we focus in Grant Beach, but we're now helping other groups, uh, look at how this layout is. Aurora has launched, uh, they bought a house together as a community for a family to potentially purchase. Um, and now we're looking at expanding in Kansas City. Even Woodland Heights is looking at being able to do this. 
And then we've gone to Colorado and, and pitched it in Pueblo, Colorado. So Drew's little home of Springfield and these ideas that he had um, fueled by community and a little tenacity for me um, has really turned into something that might be um, even all the way to Colorado. So excited to share that with everyone. We love to share more with you. Again, come to our front porch party on Cinco de Mayo. Um, tour some of the houses, come have some drinks and celebrate with us in the way that we know uh, Drew would have loved to have done real estate and um, some rum. <laughs> real estate and rum. Real estate and rum. The R squared, that, that yeah. definitely sums up uh, Drew in a wonderful Triple B R squared. Yeah. Yeah, so that's wonderful. We, we really hope to see you also. Yeah, come by, say hi, and let's celebrate. And look around at everything. And Amy said a little tenacity from her. That is an understatement. So I hope everybody can, you know, it's fabulous that she was able to take this dream and carry it forward for Drew and uh, just change lives. That's the cool part. So, all right. I think, I think we've done it. Convinced May 5th, everybody. five o'clock, come right to work. Checkbooks, your Venmo, your PayPal. Um, we're also, one last thing, I'm going to have some beautiful floral arrangements done by the Springfield Community Garden that will be available to auction off. So be prepared to have some beautiful flowers fill your home. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's it. it. Awesome. All right. We'll see you May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Thanks. <laughs>